the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Welcome to the SpotTrack.com podcast. I should say the LeBron podcast. See, that's what we're going to talk about today a lot. Fittingly, it should be the LeBron, the LeBron cast. It, it will be, yes. That is Paul Peck. I am Kevin Sylvester, and the next voice you'll hear is the founder of SpotTrack.com, Mike Gennetti. And Mike, we are going to focus on the greatest basketball player to ever play, Michael Jordan. I mean, Oof. LeBron. Oof. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> we are, we're not getting into that no. in this podcast. Oh, we ha- come on, we have well, we in, in some at respects. Some in some right. respects, we'll get there. But yeah, right. it's just it's just too tantalizing to uh, to avoid at this point. We've got to get you know at least thirty minutes down on LeBron because uh, you know at this point the wow factor is outrageous in terms of what he's done and and this season you know is standout. You've got superstars and Hall of Famers basically saying this is the greatest performance they've ever seen you know on the court in terms of a player. So. You know, you know, it's a good time to sort of step back and take a look at him financially and sort of, you know, what what he's done and where he's going and how it ranks. And we'll take a, a fun look on the court and off the court a little bit, too. I've been watching uh, the NBA play. Actually, I've watched a lot of it last year, too, because I thought it's been great. Yeah. Um, Golden State Warriors, a performance last year. And what LeBron has done this year, though, is just, it's astounding. It really is. You're not supposed to be able to single-handedly take (laughs) what is a mediocre team to the championship round of your league Yet he's done that, and that, and how many other times can you ever say I, that? I'm we not talk even sure they're so average right now. So much about building a team, right? We, I, that's what we talk about yeah. all the time here. I, I mean, I, I mean, in this series alone, just stand out with with this series against Boston. Uh, these other Cavaliers were below average. Yeah, I, I mean, don't you agree? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah Jeff Green, I was Green being had a nice great by game saying seven, mediocre. but there was no there was no one performance that you know put, helped LeBron in any regard. I mean, it was LeBron. You know, getting other people involved, he 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 refused to, to do it himself. He refused to go ISO to, to use the Rockets' big terminology this year. But he, you know, he he got some people involved when he needed to. But other than that, it was give me the ball and I'm going to the hoop. He, and uh, that's the difference between him and and the Warriors too, which I think is something to talk about. Yeah, we we will talk about that. And you're right. I mean, you know, didn't Kyrie Irving wasn't there to be that uh, secondary guy who could score thirty? They don't have anybody else who can score twenty. It no, seems no, they don't let necessarily alone, need one. Let alone score thirty, and that's a remarkable thing. And Kevin Love's been hurt, but even when he was healthy. He wasn't the same Kevin Love uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So that's what's so remarkable about this. But let's before we move forward, let's talk about the Game 7 against the Boston Celtics, which, by the way, no surprise to me that uh, the, the Cavs won Game 7. I mean, it's Game 7. The pressure's there. They're on their home floor. But just talk about compared to every other Celtic player – combined yeah the lebron james earning factor yeah yeah so we, right now we've got lebron james at about 234 million in terms of career earnings on the court um that's over his his career to, to date so what we did is we basically took you know the rosters from game seven in terms of who played from each team that's and, actually who got in the game yeah actual actually on, uh, in the game you know in the stat box uh, so there's seven Boston Celtics that played Game Seven, and their combined earnings t- totaled 208 million, and 66 percent of that is Al Horford. <laughs> so, right, I was surprised wow. Al Horford. Oh yeah, uh, just about 130 million. Yeah, back when big men uh, were you know were valuable. Yeah, but, and he's been around a long time. Yeah, too. yeah, he's the one veteran on the, on that squad in terms of actually playing right now. So yeah, I mean LeBron alone, you know, is is some 30 million more than any of the Rockets combined right now, or Celtics combined right now. Um, and really, 
another avenue of this was I actually took the, a look at the Cavaliers around LeBron as well, and, and man, they've been well paid. Yes, I mean this is no slouch. You know they're not they're not scoring twenty points right now, but they're well paid. I mean you've got sixty seventy million dollars in terms of earnings for most these most of these players. Like Corver doesn't surprise me yeah. at seventy million, but uh, I guess uh, Green at seventy three, yeah. J R Smith at seventy, yeah, George Hill. I mean he's an all he was an all star yeah. with Indiana, but I mean sixty five million already. I mean yeah. these guys these guys are coming to Cleveland already paid. So there's not much you know for them to do to finish out their career. They're they're not getting big contracts. None of these guys. I mean Tristan Thompson got his one big contract. We know it's a joke. We know you know LeBron helped him get that. Um, where where this team is going from here is just you know seven episodes in a row. You know I mean <laughs> I mean who knows? I mean start with LeBron and that's three episodes, and then every other player is 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 a question mark. I mean there's no one player that that you can say is going to be here for the the short term future of this team. It, it could just get blown up from the ground up this summer. Let, let, Paul, let me ask you this question before we get back to earnings. Um, I just want. Why am I a LeBron fan this year yeah. when I wasn't in the past? Oh, that's a good question, Kevin. Uh, I, I, I think I part of it, I like it. I think you know. part of it is exactly what we talked about. It, it's this amazing ability to single-handedly yeah. will a team to levels that we spend a lot of time talking about. How do you build a team, and how do you have? How can you afford two great players or a complementary player? And and we spend so much time talking about that, and it none of it applies here because LeBron is so good and so great that he literally can single-handedly take a team on the brink of an NBA championship. That 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 just doesn't happen in sports at any level. So so I agree with that. I agree that it is LeBron being outrageous and, and unbelievable, but I think it's more so that they really screwed up the team building. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Twice. Yeah. I mean they, they screwed up the initial phase to start the season and then they went, when they tried to redo it at the trade deadline, they screwed that up too. I mean they and put, if they figure out a way to win the championship right. then they didn't screw it up. I, I think LeBron is a, he, he is a, a bigger underdog than he's ever been because of this. I mean they they put him behind the eight ball more than they've ever done I think in in Cleveland and he's still gotten them to the to the finish and line. And I think here. you admi- you and everyone else admires the greatness, Kevin. I well, think the longer yeah. you're in a career, now yeah. he's 33 years old, he's not a young buck anymore. Uh, he's doing things at an age that nobody does them at anymore and now you have this body of work where you look back and you go what he's doing now is ridiculous, but it's not all that much different than what he has done his entire career and we're starting to say, boy, this guy may be the greatest athlete team sports athlete that will in our lifetime and that's hard for me to say because I'm still kind of holding on to the Michael Jordan still as good if not a little better but my argument doesn't have a lot of weight much anymore I would take why well, I, I still would take Michael Jordan I'll just say that right now but I think what you said the greatness because I'm recognizing that this might be the second greatest basketball player of all time yeah. if not the greatest and unlike anybody else right now in the NBA I'm saying anybody else, LeBron is a, a notch above it, every other player. Here's a drift, every other player. Here's a drift off the topic. If, if you were to ask me, is there an equivalent player that, that, that in sports history doing the things that LeBron is doing or doing them at the level LeBron is doing – I, I almost feel like I want to say Wayne Gretzky, but but he's in a team sport, but, right? Because this is what sport. this is what Tigers do did yes, in golf in a team sport yeah. because because it's supposed to be about a team, not always one player. Um, and and Wayne Gretzky, I think you could argue, is the single greatest player in any team sport that we've ever seen. 
But I don't know that, again, that argument carries a whole lot more when you compare it with LeBron. Wayne Gretzky had a lot of good pieces around him. Michael, you know, we're, we're faulting Michael Jordan for having Scottie Pippen with him because he didn't have to do the things that LeBron does because LeBron has no one around him. That's not really fair, but I think it's all part of the discussion. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, that discussion is, is endless and it's hours and hours. But for, for me with LeBron, if just to get my two cents in here, it, it's the physical specimen part of it it's that he's 6'8 260 he looks yeah. like a linebacker he can run like a guard he goes to the hoop he's 33 years old he's still going to the hoop he's not settling back for jump shots like James Harden in the second yeah. half you know and he I mean? can play all those minutes and he's playing every yeah. minute I mean he is he, he doesn't look old you know he doesn't sorry you know he's aging we can see yeah. him aging yeah. but physically on the court he does not look any more than he's 22 years old I mean he's He's, he's a physical specimen. To, for me, the comparison, if I'm going to stay basketball, and, and you know, it's, it's before my time, but from what I've seen in terms of historical records, it's got to be Wilt Chamberlain, right? I mean, a guy who just kind of came in, he looked different than everybody, he played different, he changed the game. I mean, that's, that's essentially what LeBron has say, done, right? Yes. And he did it for a long period of time. I think LeBron is actually surpassing the Wilt kind of chapter in terms of that because LeBron is – has held court. I mean, I mean, yeah. clearly. I mean, four. You know, eight, eight straight eight, championships. Eight straight. Eight straight NBA finals. I mean, what That's else do we need incredible. to say? Incredible. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And and again, those eight teams were of much varying degrees of talent. That they were rip it up all the time. They rip it up and start over. And he can he can just make it work. It's the Tom Brady factor. Yes. Right. Yeah. It, it, a great comparison. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Brady. All right. Let, let's talk about his career basketball earnings for LeBron because we're going to look at his his career basketball earnings for him what it will be, and then we'll compare it to Michael Jordan. Yeah, because, we, yeah, you know, we, we'll, we'll compare the dollars with Michael Jordan. Yeah, we, we're going to have some fun here. So, so let's actually flip forward. Yeah, let's look at where his $234 million ranks. So right now, in terms of active players, it's second to Dirk Nowitzki. But we were expecting he's probably going to walk away at this at the end of this year. He sort of had a yeah. a, a, a farewell tour year in Dallas there. Uh, so he, he's, he steps away. LeBron's going to make his $30-plus million next year. He'll become the active leader without any question. Um, he's only behind three players. He's behind Kevin Garnett, which who is the all-time leader at 334 million. Remember, he came right out of high school, yep, like yep. LeBron. So did Kobe, who's second at 323 million, and then you've got Shaq at 286. So monster names ahead of him. All, all people he's associated with at some point in his career. Um, by, by the way, what LeBron's doing now, it's eliminated the Kobe talk. Yeah. Not, not to Kobe. Did you see Kobe's little little tweet here? No. I, well, it doesn't shock <laughs> he, me that he would. He, he had to factor in right after the LeBron's oh. win. Basically, just reminding people that he's got a lot of championships and a lot of points and played a lot of Sorry. minutes, too. Sorry, Kobe. Nobody. It's, it's interesting that he really doesn't even come into this conversation. No. I mean, no. at all. No. No, he doesn't. At all. No. With Michael Jordan's coach and, you know, I, I mean, is it is it Shaq? Is it because he had this monster person with him for, for a lot of the run? Well, he, he I mean, won without Shaq, too. Not he, fair. he did, it's but not, not a lot. It's not fair to hold that against him, but it's part of the argument. Yeah, and, no, I'll tell and, you what it is. He's not likable. That's part of it, He's too. He's not like because of, uh, you know, what occurred. Yeah. And just the you, you hear stories from teammates. He just wasn't a likable guy. It's something. It's something. Great player. Yeah. No question about it. He was must-see for me, too. I mean, LeBron Great, is must-see yes. TV. Kobe was, too, for a long time. I mean, he sort of trailed off there at the end. but he, And we'll see what happens with LeBron here because he's showing no signs of that. Right. But, but, yeah, it's interesting that, you know, the guys above him all dominate, all dominant. Yeah, but Kobe's not even in the conversation. No. At all. I he's mean, not He's not even three on my list. Larry Bird. He's not three. even a, a clickbait conversation. You know what I mean? He sort of just trails off. But, yeah, he's he made his money, and LeBron's going to make his, too. And, you know, I, I assume – Probably two contracts down. He's going to sign a couple of short-term contracts here in the next couple of years. 
um, just to kind of keep afloat and keep his control. But it, it should not take long. It should take about three years for him to become the all-time NBA earner in terms of career earnings. Now, you have this cool thing you did between yeah. LeBron. This is all SpotTrack.com. LeBron versus Michael Jordan yeah. and basketball basketball earnings. Right, right. So, so This is very intriguing. Right. You can have the conversation on the court between LeBron and you know, Jordan you know, until you're blue in the face. And, and, really, and there's no conversation in terms of the money either. I mean, I mean Jordan's actual earnings are $89 million. That that's that's what he took off the court. Boy, it seems paltry, he doesn't does. it? Now? He missed it. <laughs> he, really does. You got to remember, he skipped a year and a half to go play minor league baseball unsuccessfully, very unsuccessfully. Um, so you know he, he and he t- played in a different era when there wasn't that kind of money, and the, and the money was different. I mean, the salary caps were two, three million when he started. You know, not even close. So, but but here's what I did because it, really this is where we're going at Spot Track with most of our sports is we're taking a look at compensation based on the percent of the cap, right? So a lot of the in, in the NBA, that's actually how it works. You, it, right now, with LeBron's salaries and all these elite players, they're they're able to to earn thirty a maximum of thirty five percent of the league salary cap every year. So as the cap rises, you know that's why you're seeing these guys sign these extensions t- with timing in, in place because they're they're sort of figuring out you know when the CBA is going to expire, things like that. But also when the big jump in salary cap happens because of TV deals and things like that, because they're going to be able to cash in. For at a maximum of 35% of that big cap. So it's, it's a timing issue with the NBA. Well, let's flash back. None of that existed with Jordan, right? There was no constraints and, and no percentages and things like that. It was just, you know, he was the best player. So a lot of times there were, you know, you tried to compensate him fairly, but also keep a team intact because, they, you know, back then dynasties actually mattered. I mean, yes. <laughs> let's be honest. You know, you, you wanted to stay with your team and you wanted to keep your team and your coaching staff intact. And that, that was how it worked. So there really wasn't the, you know, the big jump in money until 1996. When Jordan got back from baseball in 94-95, he came back at the end of the 95 year and he, and he sort of kind of rejuvenated that franchise. And they basically said, all right, we got to keep this guy here and, and you're, you know, we're going to make it stick. They threw Jordan a $30 million salary in 1996, which was 123% of the league cap at the time. There was, there was no rules against it. They could do whatever they wanted, and, and they wanted him to be in the fold, and they wanted to get back to a championship team. So for the next two years, they paid him $63 million, 30 and $33 million over the course of two seasons, um, which is absurd. It's just nuts in terms of you know the late 90s and, and how people were being compensated back then. Um, so here's what I did. I took, I took LeBron's percentages, and I, I said, okay, let's say Jordan was constrained to a league percent. So I took LeBron's salary percentages based on the salary caps of the NBA from 2003 to 2017. And I said, what if Jordan had those percentages? And Jordan would have only earned $66 million over, what, hmm. 15 seasons or whatever it was. So, you know, he was, he was a decent, he would have been a decent value in, in the current system. Let's fast forward. Let's flip it, right? Let's say, let's say there's no constraints and Jordan's percentages were able to be used on LeBron's salaries. Well, LeBron would have had a salary in 2015 of $86 million <laughs> if, you, if the Cavs were able to give him 123% of the cap. Uh, wow. So crazy. It's, just, it's, sort, it's sort of a look at where the NBA has gone in terms of you know, the, the CBA and, and, and the salary cap restrictions and things like that. But it's also a look at how you know, back in the day, Jordan was a, a value. I mean, Jordan was making $2, 3000000 million almost every single year, you know, which was great in the 90s. But it, you know nothing. Blue, now you get you got Steph Curry making forty million a year, right? And he, he's not the best player in the league. No, he's not. But Jordan had Space Jam. 
We're going to get into that because yeah. okay. that's actually a relevant conversation. And, the last here point on the on the <laughs> argument, you know, and again, I know particularly now with the way LeBron is playing, it's become a, a popular topic of who's right. who's the greatest of all time, who's the better player, and and guys of of my age will tell you Jordan and. Guys, people that are younger will tell you LeBron, and as I said to you before, I think the argument on Jordan is getting a lot harder to make now. But again, it was a different time. Not only, you clearly pointed that out money-wise, but it was a time when you did keep teams together. When you built teams, you wanted to build teams. You needed a Scottie Pippen, and you wanted a Paxson and a Kerr to shoot threes back then to complement and create space for Michael Jordan. The game is completely different now. It's become more of a singular star game. So, of course, LeBron's going to have better, quote-unquote, numbers than Michael Jordan is. And I think that's where, what are your parameters for deciding the argument of who's the better player? Well, I'll argue what has not changed, you need three offensive threats. Um, Yeah. Yeah. LeBron showing showing you don't, but the reason why he's shoulder on that, because he doesn't. Yeah. Right? I mean, you look at last year's Cavs team, like he relied on Kyrie a lot. Uh, to create a lot of offense, to allow him to play more um, and you know defend and all these other things, uh, and conserve some energy. We, that's what makes it more remarkable yes. what he's doing this year because it was LeBron, it was Kyrie, it was Kevin Love. Let's not kid ourselves. They had a triangle of offense there. Um, you know, you need those three options. You look at the Warriors, the team they're going to face again. I mean, what is it? It's Kevin Durant, it's Steph Curry, and it's Tristan Thompson. Yeah, right, and then. You know, every now and then you get uh, a few it's, buckets. It's Draymond Green or, or Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Excuse me, yeah. Clay Thompson. Tristan Thompson, the center from the Cavs. Right. Thank you. Barely. Um, yeah, that's right. So it's those three. And then Draymond, if you can get eight points out of him, you're like, But he great. does a lot of the other stuff that helps teams yeah. win. Well, he, Rebounding, he plays, defense, all that yeah, other stuff. He, yeah. yeah, he is a Dennis Rodman. Yes. Correct. Yes. He is, that's what's a great Golden comparison. St- Golden State Warriors. Great comparison. All right? So, it, same, so you still need those things. Yes. So and that's why the Celtics went out and got Irving and Hayward, yes. right? Right. To be you know one and two. But when you're talking about Horford Lebr- was when three, you're talking about LeBron who can do it without that, it just increases well, his stats and his numbers and all that other stuff that that uh, again help those people that want to yell at you about him being right. better than Jordan. That's what makes, makes it easier case. That's what makes it this year great and unique, and why Hall of Famers are saying this is the greatest performance they've ever seen yeah. because they know that. The other players aren't legitimate two and threes. No scoring threats. No, I and mean, he's gotten used to it at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, right. Since yeah. he left Miami and that three prong attack is gone. Right. I mean, he's just adapted to it. I mean, he is he is two of those Warriors put together at this point. You know, he's he's Kevin Durant plus Steph Curry at times. Right. You know, he's bringing the ball up and he's the guy that posts up and, and hits a fadeaway jumper. Well, and that's the other that's the other sort of subplot to the LeBron versus Jordan argument is LeBron is just a physical freak yeah. who can do yeah. some of the same things that Jordan did. And Jordan was half the size. That's right. That's right. I mean, don't take away that J- Jordan wasn't because Jordan was. He was. I mean, but, J- but, Jordan could, could contort his body. Well, I he mean, was six six. He was not. Oh yeah, not happy. yeah. But he wasn't. But he was slender. Forty pounds. No, slender. No, yeah. but he played. But he because he was a little slender. He was a great defensive player. Thus, well, you know, defensive player of the year for many years. He played point, and he right. he did everything. Like you know, right. um, now LeBron plays point, but he plays a different kind of point. Right, and yeah. he plays a different yeah. kind of defense too. Yes. Well, yeah, but it's a more physical game now, I think, than it was back and then. The contact on the drives for Jordan. Um, you know, he figured out I'm not going to drive as much because I'm not going to stand up to the rigors of getting hammered every time. That's yeah. a great so point. that's when he developed that pull-up jumper in the three 
that to me, that's what made Jordan that's so right. great. Changed right. his game for longevity. And we're getting there with LeBron. We're getting there. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing these fadeaway jumpers more and more now, and they're going in. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, they're not. It's not like these are crazy shots. You know, circus shots. He he he's won some series on fadeaway jumpers this year. So. But he also had you know Charles Oakley yeah. at times. And Rodman, those guys who knock your block off if you hammer Jordan too hard, right? Yeah. I mean, a different era of the NBA. Right. All right, let's. Uh, yeah, we're gonna one keep thing sprink- we we're gonna keep sprinkling in the argument. Yeah. Let me here let and me there. let me just pose one question, just to kind of round this out, right? So so clearly the Bulls saw life without Jordan in ninety four ninety five, right? They, Correct. They they sort of saw what happens when he wasn't there and saw and his they value. lost and they lost and he came back and they gave him thirty million dollars, right? Right. They three peated twice because of because they 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 literally saw. That without him they can't win. They can't even get to the postseason. Right. Right. So so if, if that was available to LeBron James, right? If if Cleveland could say, not only do we not want you to leave our team, but now we it's there's no argument that you're the most valuable player of any player in the league, right? And we need to compensate you accordingly. What would that be? What would it be? I mean, hundred million. It would have yeah, to be right. right. It would be hundred million. It would have to be hundred million, million, right? I mean, we're talking about NFL quarterback contracts, right? Can he get Can he get a percentage of the team? <laughs> yeah, look at. We'll I'm just that. trying. I'm just trying to think. That's like, that, how that's, are you going to keep LeBron LeBron James there? You know what? If I'm Dan Gilbert, I'm like, dude, you're getting five percent ownership of the team. We're going to talk, we're gonna talk about the money he has outside of basketball. Okay, I, I think he'd have no trouble buying the Cavaliers. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. It right. could be like uh, Jackie Moon, player coach. Well, and and the, and, and the transition to your next that would be very funny. player owner. Uh, the me. next, you know, th- there's one thing you can't argue in the LeBron versus Jordan argument is they are both they were both dynamic yeah. c- celebrities, endorsement guys, business guys. The, the legacy of what they've done off the court continues to live in Jordan, uh, in in Air Jordans, and it will continue to live with LeBron James, and that's another interesting Jordan argument. owns a team, so, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if LeBron did. All right, let's talk about off-the-court earnings for LeBron James because Michael Jordan made a ton of money Tons. off the court. Still. And I think you have the numbers there, too, with his Jordan brand with Nike, and that's allowed him to be owner of the yeah, uh, Charlotte whatever he Hornets. wants. Well, Charlotte Hornets, uh, <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> Yeah, so so I just took a, a a small surface dive into the endorsements that LeBron has acquired, just because really you can't just look at LeBron on the court anymore. I mean, he's become such a brand everywhere, everywhere, and really areas I didn't even realize until I started to do this research. But but I mean, we've seen him in commercials for decades now. He and it's been a wide range of commercials. That's the other thing. He's not just locked into like three companies. He's letting himself go. I mean, he's sort of all over. He's Peyton Manning all over the place, right? I mean, I thought the tampon commercials were a little much for LeBron, but uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't find those in the oh, research. Okay, list. so he hasn't really let himself go. All right, all right. Well, he's still playing. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, the numbers are ridiculous. I'm not going to go down, in, you know, number by number here, but but let's just talk about a few here. I, I, I mean, we've seen him on these Sprite commercials. So Sprite's a Coca-Cola brand, and he's pitching baseball. Let me tell you yeah. why Sprite exists. That, I thought this was the most interesting. So Gatorade came calling, right? Gatorade, you know, it came calling in 2003 when LeBron was coming out of high school and everybody's saying this is the next Jordan. So logically, Gatorade steps in and says, all right, we've got to get involved. Well, I guess Gatorade threw two pitches at, at LeBron James and he said no to both. So they must have lowballed him. They, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't have the money on that at all. But hmm. I thought it was interesting that in terms of the legacies of the two, that's that's a that's a split. So Coca Cola came in with their Powerade. They're, they own Powerade, which is like the competitor to Gatorade, right? Right. And then it just sort of happened that Sprite became the front for uh, for LeBron here as his big promotion. But he has 
he has had almost two and a half decades now with Coca-Cola Sprite. Although the Gatorade jingle still rings in my head. Yeah, like Mike. Sometimes I dream, right? Oh, yeah. You know, they like Mike, right? But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting that, that he chose elsewhere because he was sort of separating himself at that point, but he has not done the same thing. But it's sense. smart. It's smart that I, I he think, separated I think so. himself from I think so. Jordan, and, right. you know, Sprite's paid him $30 million, uh, estimated $30 million to date, so I think that'll be just fine. Um, but to kind of go on the list here, I, just the investments. To me, the commercials are, are fun, and he's made a ton of money off them. The Kias and the and the Does Samsungs. he drive a Kia? Do you think he drives they, a Kia? They made him. They, the, part of the deal was he had to drive it to, to every game for the four years, the wow. four-year contract. So he did have to do that, and he had to tweet about it, too. <laughs> By the way, their new sports car is pretty cool, though. The Kia Stinger, yeah. he probably drives one of those. those I would imagine. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, yeah, he did just fine with them as well. Um, so there's tons of commercials. You know, you can kind of research those as you need, and, you know, just know he's making one to two million per year from all these all these companies. And the longer he stays, the longer that, you know, that, that happens. But to me, the investments are just, they're tantalizing because they're all over the place, and they're all ridiculously successful. So he got involved with Beats by Dre, he decided to take a one percent ownership, which seems silly. Paul had that same chance. I know, right? Yeah, I, I, I deleted that email too. Passed yeah. it up. <laughs> I was. I just. I like my old, like my old metal cassette. You know, things that you put around your yeah, ear. Sure. That's uh, yeah. I like those. Yeah. So he bought one percent stake, and then Apple bought it for like a billion dollars. Three right? billion. Three billion. Oh my god! Jump yeah. change. So he made thirty million dollars doing nothing because he bought one percent of stock in the in the Beats by Dre company. He did, he did a similar thing with a, with a pizza company called Blaze Pizza, which is a franchise, which it's basically, it's really easy. You give me a million dollars in terms of what they asked LeBron to do, and we'll pay you now and then to do some social media posts, you know, do, do a Facebook tweet and a, and a Snapchat tweet post and a, you know, a tweet, and your 40 million social media followers will see our nice fancy picture of a pizza and we'll all make money off it. Well, he's made forty-two million dollars off this, off that one million he invested <laughs> to date. So, and he did that through a show, didn't he? Did, yeah, that, that started in Cleveland, wasn't it? He did like a reality, like Shark Tank type yeah. show. You know, and that's becoming more popular. A lot of these athletes are doing this, so yeah. keep 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 tuned because A Rod has one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, there's a few of them out there. So kind of keep tuned to that. I think sure. that's going to become more and more popular with you know how these guys want to spend their money. But just one more example here. Uh, this weekend, there was a, a you know a big soccer game in terms of the Champions League. It was Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Well, of course, LeBron James owns 2% in Liverpool FC because why not, right? Perfect sure. fit. Perfect right. fit. Absolutely. <laughs> Basically, they needed you know some extra money to uh, go out and get some of these new players to make themselves more competitive. So they asked LeBron James for $6.5 million, and they won. They started to win a lot. I mean, they, they, they got themselves in the top four of the Premier League. They won a couple of the big tournaments outside. They became Champions League runner-up. And his $6.5 million is already worth about $32 million. So, again, everything he does touches hey. gold. I mean, he, is, he could do what he wants. He could do whatever he doesn't want. You know, he could say no to anybody at this point. Yeah. He's, he's in a, a wonderful spot in terms of that. And I think he's handling it well, too. I think that's thing. pleased. I'm pleased to see that because we hear so many stories about. No, 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 serious. Oh, on a serious money. note. Yes. Yes. We yes. see so many stories about players losing their money and yes. crappy investments or getting mm-hmm. swindled out of money. Right. It's, you know, and I'm sure he's lost on some investments, but it's nice to see them that he's winning on some investments. Yeah, and and I think he he has a market a, an ability to market unlike almost any of the other Correct. normal yeah. professional King athletes. King James, King no, James. You know, right. so I mean, it, it's unlikely that anything he touches isn't going to no, be successful. No, the social media presence is right. seventeen businesses combined. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's 
it's unbelievably powerful. And anything he does get his hands on, as long as he doesn't ruin his own personal reputation, which is always the risk, right? Yeah. And you know, he doesn't say something or do something on the side that really puts him in jeopardy. But yeah, as of right now, he is liquid gold and uh, anything he wants to do, he will do. One thing I just want to add to this, because it's, it's, a, it's a good story in terms of what he's done. So we've heard a lot of talk about, you know, basketball players and sport athletes in general, you know, kind of taking care of their family and their friends and things like that. And he's had some, some ups and downs with that if you, if you read about that a little bit. But he has taken in his friends, his close friends, and made them all business owners. They've all, they've all brought ideas to him. Rather than just pay him, you know, give, give them cars and houses and sort of, you know, kind of raise them up as he goes, he's basically said to them, come to me with an idea. We'll sit down and, you know, with my people and discuss it. And all these guys that own businesses, guys and girls, I'm not going to, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't know the list, but he's, he's made them all entrepreneurs themselves is what I'm saying. You know, honest, honest to God, business owners, Basically, they're like, all making their own yeah. money. But he's sort of like a, you know, a, a chain, a franchisee of entre- entrepreneurs that have people that are, he trusts that are close to him, and obviously he's making money off that too. But it, it's a really nice way to sort of go about being, you know, a billionaire. Which yeah, like is. basically, hey, yeah, I'll help you live out a dream, and you're gonna work. Right. You got to work for it. Though. Yeah, yeah. work to be part yeah. of my posse. But I'll help right? you yeah, make yeah. it possible. I'll help, help you get, you, you, off, get you launched, get you off the ground. Yeah. Right. So but talk about Nike. Yeah. So the so the final piece of this puzzle is obviously Nike, and uh, they've been with him since day one. They got him right out of high school. You know, a lot of people questioned how you know how he was able to buy his mom a car in high school right. and things like that. Well, Adidas was close, right? Because Adidas had his school. Close. Very close. Uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary's, and Cle- and, and Akron. Yeah. Yes. By the way, my buddy lived there. He bought season tickets to for LeBron senior year. A high school sold season to- tickets. Oh, that's unbelievable. I did yeah. not know that. He said it was incredible. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So to to me, from what I had read here and researched a little bit and talked to a few people, again, it was, did he want to go down the Jordan path? You know, did he want to follow Jordan's footsteps? Because obviously, Jordan had Nike pretty much under wraps in terms of 2003. Um, still to this day, which we'll get to, but so he decided to go Nike. He took, he took a seven year, $90 million contract out of high school with Nike. I mean, that's a pretty good way to get your career started. Yeah, I think he, I think he signed like a $12 million contract with the NBA. So he was making five times more with off his sneaker deal than he was, you know, his, his initial basketball career. So he, he, Nike got him right off the ground. Obviously it worked out. He, he re-upped again in 2010. And then re- just recently past few years here, he re-upped into Jordan territory, which is a lifetime contract with Nike, which basically means everything's incentivized. You know, the more sneakers we sell of yours and, and the more products we put together of yours and the more it earns and things like that, it, it, there's milestones to where he can just continue to make more and more money long after he retires. So that's where Jordan is now. That's why Jordan's able to do what he's able to do. You know, he, he, he I don't think he's gotten too much into the investment business like, uh, like LeBron has here. I think Jordan's more have been acquiring companies and sort of, I mean, he's still working for it. Like you said, he's owning the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. He's, he's been putting he, in the work in terms of basketball. He also tends to, um, to uh, play with his money, so A little to speak. bit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. In, in Las Vegas dabble. and on golf courses. Yeah, dabble. Yeah. <laughs> some cigars been, and some gambling. Yeah, that's been well documented. Well documented, yeah. <laughs> yes. But anyway, to, to kind of put numbers to, to the pieces here, Jordan's lifetime contract has amassed him about two point eight billion already in terms wow. of what Nike's been able to sell. Well, it's now, a brand like Michigan football. There's Jordan. You see football teams I mean, wearing right. a Jordan brand. It, Jordan has become a sub brand of Nike. I yeah. mean, the Air Jordans are still a thing. I, I yeah. mean, when those get launched every year, it's still a big thing. It's still a big a deal. I, I've, I used to. I, I haven't nope. gone there recently. I have a pair. Yeah. I've, it's my third pair I've owned. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that. so that, that's what's happening is Jordan's just sort of lasting through his sneakers, and it's been a massive payday for him. 
So I, I, it, Nike doesn't – they don't attest that LeBron will get to those numbers. LeBron's sneaker line has never been crazy, crazy popular. It's never been like a, its own brand. Yeah, There's also a lot of other competition, well, too. There was no other competition, really, that, when Jordan launched yeah. the Air Jordans. I, I just find the Le- right. LeBron shoes not as clean-looking as a yeah, Jordan Yeah, my wife kind of said the same thing. My wife yeah. was uh, was not a fan of what he was wearing in Game 7. So, yeah. I don't know. If they're maybe, chunkier. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's doing fine. I think he's selling like $350 million a year. So Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. He'll survive. <laughs> but, but he's got a lifetime deal. He's going to be a billionaire from Nike, and uh, everything else will sort of fall into place behind it, I think. All he right. Can, so he can put gas in the key is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Until that contract expires. Yeah. So what? Uh, what's next? For LeBron, because you know uh, that's uh, you know that's hanging over there too, right? The opt out. It's been quiet though, as we've all reveled in his incredible yeah. success. There hasn't been a lot of chatter about what potentially is next. So I, I want to give a little shout out to ESPN here because they did a really nice piece on the the sort of wealth, the wealthiest players, not just you know in their sport, but with endorsements and things like that. And one of the things that I thought was really interesting is the, is the top three or four or five guys that they've got mentioned here have all moved around a little bit, you know. And there and there's talk. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer player, is the is still the number one. He's still above LeBron. Those are the one two. But Ronaldo just had his big win Saturday in the Champions League game, and he got took a post game interview and kind of said. It's been great, you know, and that doesn't mean he's leaving, but he's left before. Yeah. You know, this is his third franchise. Kind of how you leverage some of that big money, Yeah, too, and there it? might be some of that happening, but, you know, he's shown he would leave, and a lot of people think he might again. So I just thought it's interesting that these guys with this money, and, and, and they're winning, too. It's not like they're on bad teams, you know? I mean, LeBron and Ronaldo, they're on incredible teams right now. So I, I just thought it was interesting that 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 the, the, the urge to move, the urge to sort of start over, maybe get challenged again, remember they're bored, um, is there with these top, top highest earning players. And, uh, you know, I, I think maybe we're seeing that with LeBron again. You know, maybe he's just kind of sick of, of being this much, you know, this tired, <laughs> let's be honest. Sure. I mean, I mean, he looks dead tired, let's be honest. But he, uh, you know, to sort of wrap it with, with Ronaldo, he had a pretty inter- interesting post-game interview. I don't know if you guys heard this. But he basically said, I, I sort of assessed where we were in the middle of the season. And I sort of stepped back and said, all right, I'm going to personally squeeze every inch of juice out of this orange for the rest of the year. Whatever, however far I can get this team, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take it on no, no, no matter who's here, no matter how the trade deadline works out. I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to get, it, to get the last drop out of this team. And it was, it was said in a way that basically said, I'm going to go as far as I can go this year and then, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's how it's everybody's the way interpreting. the game is played now, right? I mean, I, like, you know, it's the way how every, any big star in any big sport will, if he doesn't like what's around him or doesn't feel like the team is showing him enough love, that, it, that the players become more important than the team and the players know that and they can market themselves and they can go, okay, who wants me? Who wants me? What do you think? I think if LeBron wins the championship. Okay, okay. What more can he do okay. in Cleveland, right? And the other part of it is... But why would he need to go somebody well, that's else? The, well, that's the other part of it. Right. Even if he doesn't win. Like, he is the king of Cleveland. Yeah. And what he's done for that franchise, um, you know, he's, he's already the greatest athlete in Cleveland ever. Ever. Right? 
And I could see him owning that team, and that would be Ernest my Ernest Biner might have an argument with you on that one. Jim Brown? <laughs> Jim Brown. Yeah, I was trying to make a joke. I'm going to stay LeBron. I'm going to stay LeBron. I think I'm going to, too. I'm going to stay LeBron. To me, Ernest Jim Brown's Biner. Close. I'm just making a Jesus, joke. Kevin Mack, why don't you throw him <laughs> yeah, out there, a, too? He's on the Bernie Kosar trainer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Actually, Bernie Kosar should talk to LeBron out of doing his money. Sorry, <laughs> Bernie. Uh, anyway, um, the yeah, I just – Isn't it so tough? I think I think if you want to keep LeBron there, given his what appears to be great business acumen, you've got to figure out a way where you can buy into the team. I don't, I don't know if you can do that. I don't know NBA that you're rules, going but. to be able to keep him if he chooses that he wants another challenge. You know, and and I think that's again that's where we're at, where the players, the star players, dictate this now. And yeah. and and you know, again, we could all sit here and say if they don't win, you know, uh, if they do win, what more does he need to do for Cleveland? It's not even about that anymore. He doesn't he doesn't know the city anything else. Uh, if he decides that he wants for the final leg of his career to have another challenge in another city with another group of players and then he's going to do that and yeah. I don't know that he'll think twice about how it'll play in Cleveland he did that already once before I know it's his hometown and I know that means something to him but but he's he's a he's an international brand that yeah. doesn't matter where he where he puts his head down at night whether it's his hometown or not it, it doesn't really that's matter. why he should stay because it doesn't matter where it doesn't he is matter. he doesn't need to go to new york or la it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but he's already done the cleveland thing uh, you know so twice what? now i you know again i would not i you know it's easy for me to say i don't live in cleveland uh it would be it, i would have no problem if he said I want to. I want to go to L.A. I want to. I want to live in a bigger city, a bigger market. I want to have my production company here, there, I, whatever, whatever the reasons may be. But he can do that in the off season, and you know. Yeah, but his I, impact of of doing it with another team and carrying another team to the LeBron level. Let me ask you this question: Part of it. What, what if Le LeBron wins a championship and says, "I'm done"? I, you know, I've thought about that. I'm retiring. I, I, that crossed what my mind. I have to prove? It crossed my mind. It did. Um, if look, he wins look. it this year the way he's doing it, right. I could totally see that. Happening. Right? Right, because everything else is off a cliff at this point, right? I mean, eight straight championships, right? I mean, right. He, he's, he won with Cleveland. Two in, this would be two in a row, right? I mean, right. what What do we... Yeah, what more? We just talked about all the investments. Right, the lifetime Nike contract. There's no reason, but you know, at what? 34 no. years old, there's no reason. Yeah, the reason why I'll continue playing is because he's damn good at it and he loves doing it. He is right, and I mean that's which he still I, loves doing which it. I think could be more of a reason why he would leave to 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 find another challenge. Actually, I could see him playing until he's like 43. <laughs> Jordan played right. at 42. Yeah, Ooh. I think so. With the capital, with the Wizards, excuse me. Yeah. Is he going to have to do that to keep the conversation going? I don't know. I mean, just another thing. All right, well, we can keep our conversation going for weeks and weeks and weeks, but uh, um, we don't want to uh, let me, let me throw, forever. But let me throw, throw one, more thing out. One yes. parting shot here because, you know, you know, let's just assume he leaves. Let's just assume it, okay? Let, let's also not assume that he's going to opt out to leave, all right? Because we just saw a really successful situation in, in Houston where a superstar opted in and was traded. And sort of everybody won, right? With Chris Paul, everybody won with Chris Paul's situation, except yeah. for the Rockets and Games. Yeah, well, <laughs> anyway, that, Chris that Paul notwithstanding, Le yes. that would be LeBron's parting gift to his hometown. Right. So, so the you you mentioned that he left before. It was ugly. 
It was yes, one of the ugliest no things yes. in sports history. Well, it was yes. poorly handled. Yes. Just the way it was handled. Right. I mean, it was a production nightmare. And it, it scarred his career. I mean, it's going. that's going to be there forever. We're all going to remember that forever with LeBron James. Uh, he's got a chance to sort of make make peace a little bit now, right? Uh, Chris Chris Paul opted into the final year of his salary and then basically said, trade me. And they traded him to Houston. The Clippers traded him to Houston for six players, a first-round pick, and cash. That's a haul. Now, they ended up waving a lot of those guys. A lot of it was semantics. But they got a couple of real good players. They got a first-round pick in this June's draft. And they were able to, to take some cash on as well for a rental player. I mean, a superstar, but a rental player. That, that's something that can happen, all right, in Cleveland. And it's something that Cleveland really desperately needs if they're going to lose LeBron James because they can't afford anything right now. They've got these Tristan Thompsons and these J.R. Smiths, these guys on contracts for a few more years. That's go- not going to allow them to, to be you know, diligent in free agency like they want to be, will need to be in terms of wins. Um, so that should be something that we're thinking about. LeBron can opt into $35.6 million. He'll be That's more than he can actually make if he opts out. So if he opts in, he can make a little bit more money. He can say, trade me. He's got a no-trade clause, so he can waive that as needed to the team that he picks. Um, and, and Cleveland can get a decent haul in return so that their franchise sort of stays you know, where they are and gets a little bit better in the next couple of years without him. And LeBron can go on to where he wants to go. So as just a parting shot with, with this LeBron conversation, Let's just, June 29th is the date for his option. June 29th is the deadline for him to opt in or opt out to that 35.6 million. Um, And if he opts in, let's not assume he's staying because we just saw a very successful situation where Chris Paul said, I want to get moved, but I want to make sure the Clippers are done right by me doing so. So, you know, it's a situation to think about. It's something LeBron could do to sort of make make peace in terms of how that Miami situation was was handled and, uh, you know, something to watch in the next three, four weeks here. All right, great stuff. You can find all of LeBron's numbers and the comparisons at SpotTrack.com. For Mike Gennetti and Paul Peck, I'm Kevin Sylvester, and Michael Jordan's still better than LeBron. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd throw that out there. Send your debates, too, uh, via Twitter. To, to Send it to Mike's uh, Twitter address to the SpotTrack one. All right, talk to you next week.